Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Carissa Mom Podcast with the HR Twins. We're so glad that you could join us today and so excited for this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to season five of the Career Salon Podcast with the HR Twins, and we are back. Yay! Yay. And this uh, season is pretty much going to be freestyle the whole season um, where we're bringing in guests. We're not giving them any questions. Uh, We're not prepping them. We're not having discussions. We're just like having a raw, real discussion. That's the purpose of the career salon, right? Yep. And so every season, you all know that we have our BFF, Rashonda Woodard, in the salon to like kick us off and send out good vibes for each of our seasons. So Mm -hmm. that's who our guest is for this first episode. Welcome, Rashonda. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Got the claps going. But thank you for joining us. Yeah, you all, if you revisit some of our previous episodes of the Career Salon podcast, you'll know that Rashonda is a healthcare executive. Um, she is a nonprofit, uh, all around person, hands in everything. Um, she is a city director for Walker's Legacy for the DC area. She's in politics. She's in nonprofit. She's in business. She's she has her own business. <laughs> like she does so much. It's like the list keeps growing. And mm-hmm. she also has her own show that streams live on Facebook, Not Your Average Woman Crush Wednesday. She mm-hmm. also has merch. Um, we'll put that in the show notes. But welcome, Rashonda. Hey, girls. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us again. Um, we're going to talk about perfectionism. It's something that came up in our last podcast with Rashonda when we were talking about fear. So we want to talk about perfectionism. And speaking of perfectionism, I couldn't get my words out. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. It's totally okay. okay. I know. Carla wanted to kick us off with a quote. Yeah. That's the only thing that we have prepared for this particular episode. Everything else is off the dome. Right. And I have a quote because this is Rashonda's thing. She does it for anything that she hosts or moderates. She always starts off with a quote. We don't normally do that because that's not our thing. But when Rashonda is in the salon, we make sure we look for something good that we can spring on her. So I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) So the quote I have is. Perfectionism is internalized oppression. Ooh. Yeah. Gloria Steinem. That's deep. What is, what is that? It is deep. To you, Rashonda. I know it means a lot to me, but that's it's not deep. All you. Yeah, no, no, that's very deep. Um, because I don't know when you think about oppression, uh, of course, I always talk about fear being paralyzed, and oppression is like a pause, a stop, a, like a prevention. And so it just it speaks volumes in in three little words. It speaks so many volumes. Yeah. And for me personally, that's the first thing I thought about. Like, yep, it's a, it's kind of like a hard stop. It's a hard stop. It's a prevention. It's paralyzation, and it is something that I personally, you know, we all talk about this all the time. That I personally dealt with. Oh, for years, I always like to say that I'm a recovering perfectionist because I'm still recovering every yeah. week, every day I'm recovering. And so I am uh, that that quote for me is is just a reminder that I am striving daily to not be oppressed by perfectionism. 
Yeah. And I know I was talking with a group of ladies that I meet with in Cedar Lodge and we were, I was talking about myself, you know, trying to handle getting over being a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about how I did so much that I never looked back on the success of what I did because I was on to the next. Mm. I got to be perfect for the next big thing. I got to make sure there's no errors. So I didn't see the success of what I've already done. And it kind of creates this crate that you get locked in because it's no freedom Mm -hmm. in being a perfectionist. Yep. There's absolutely no freedom. Yeah, it's absolutely no freedom. And I think, where do you think this idea of we have to be perfect came from in society. I know, you know, we have commercials. Of course, we have like the body type of perfection, that look of perfection. But in terms of career and moving up your the ladder in your professional career, where does that come from? I think it's a combination of of several things. I think one, it comes from your um, your upbringing. I think that that plays a major part of it because you want to be successful for your parents and mm-hmm. for the people around you. Um, and, you know, either you've seen success, you've seen failure. And so you've made it in your mind. I'm not going to fail. So you focus mm-hmm. so much on success. And so that comes from, again, the upbringing. But what if I told you that I believe that perfectionism was uh, a, a disease, a personal disease? Hmm. I think it's personal. So, you know, you say, where does it come from? How do we get there? I think it's personal too. So yeah, some of it can come from how you, what you saw, what you didn't see, what you're striving to be. But then there's that other thing. It's all about the the standards and the things that the pressures you place on yourself. So that makes it really, really personal. Nobody else has placed these personal barriers to your success or told you that you weren't successful. And it's because they don't, most of the time, they don't even know what's on your goal list. You do. And so you're out here trying to knock down these goals. You place all this high standards on everything that you've done that you're striving to do. And you place that pressure on you. So it's a personal thing. Yeah. It's a personal thing. Yeah. I have another layer to that, Urshanda. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're talking about perfectionism and, and things like that. I do think it's, you know, your background, your personal background and things like that. But I think that people of color, specifically black people, have another layer, right? Yes. Because growing up, yes, it was you have to stay competitive. You wanna um you wanna grow up, you wanna go to school, you wanna work for 30 years, you wanna get that gold watch, da 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 da. Add another layer for black folks, right? So mm-hmm. we gotta be better, we gotta be faster, we gotta be smarter, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. Mm-hmm. The list box goes, the, the check boxes go like for pages, right? But what we have to do to be best (laughs) or better than the next person who is not a black person and not having, that has privilege to cruise along and we have to climb the ladder. So you have that. I think that sometimes that affects you know, the mindset of perfectionism when it comes to people of color. Mm -hmm. We've for years, you know, had to be better and not, and, and, you know, affirmative action, that's not something that has aided us in our quest to be the best in the workplace. Because mm-hmm. as I say many a times, affirmative action, mostly for the most part, if you look at the, the numbers have helped and aided white women specifically. And mm-hmm. so we've literally had to 
Black women are the number one most agreed in the United States at mm-hmm. this point. Most yeah. successful, best credit, all of these things. And I think that specifically if we're talking about black people and we're talking about black women, you know, since we're all three black women, we have that that anxiousness from being black yep. to, to needing to be perfect to even get and be competitive. Yeah. In, in and whatever industry yeah. we might be. Yeah, and I and I and I get that. I know I will agree that there are several layers to this. It's still a t- like I think it goes foundation from how your family, your upbringing, all mm-hmm. that, and then you have that personal layer. And this layer that you're adding when you're talking about the competitive, if we go back to the quote and go back to where we started, we start off in the hole. Yeah, yeah. We start off in the hole already. Yeah, right. And so you already start off as if I'm in the hole, I'm already not good enough. So that's a that's a, a trait that you have taken on, that you've embraced because the, to the outside world, I'm not good enough. So let me continue to do, 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 and to, you know, do whatever I can to get out of this hole that I didn't even dig for myself. Yeah. So this is like, like that is like, a, and, and for people like that deal with anxiety and depression and all these other things, because again, perfectionism is really psychology is mental. You know, we can go there, but we're not, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's really psychology. And when you think about that, that this can make anybody go stir crazy. So you're talking about mm-hmm. a black woman who is dealing with the family upbringing of, listen, I don't, want to step outside of the lines of being of looking unsuccessful or embarrassing my family. So I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to be educated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to strive to be the best. Now I'm being the best for me and my family. Now I'm out of that. Right. I got my degree. I got my good, good job. I'm out here working. And now my, now my, my pressures come from me still wanting to hold on to what I've learned, but now it's personal because I have goals and things I want to achieve. But now society is telling me that I can't even do that with what I have. Right. Right. So that's more layers and it just makes it could, it could make a person go stir crazy. But I like to I like to definitely, you know, lean on the fact that because I look at it as personal, I try my best. We'll just say that because, again, I'm recovering um, to look at it as so personal. I have to only be I have to remain focused on those things that I can control. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So we know that in the workplace, we're in a hole. We know that there's an equal pay issue across, you know, for women, uh, multicultural women of color. We know that yeah. equal pay is a thing. We know that there are people that are privileged. We know that. So it's a known fact. What what can we do? Yeah. Yeah. Action items. What are, what are, what are, what are our action items in the workplace, outside the workplace? But what personally can you do for you to get yourself out of the mindset of, Hey, I gotta still be perfect. You know what I mean? Because there is some there. I think Kyle talked about the freedom of, um, you know, of being imperfect or whatever, and just recognizing that and and knowing that in, your imperfections are perfect to somebody, and it should start with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's put a pin in that and talk about like some of the things that you know we might some suggestions that you might have for, you know, people out there personally to work on this. We're going to put a pin in that and take a pause, a quick pause to hear from our sponsor anchor. So we're back and um, we were talking to Rashonda about perfectionism and, and how to get through that, but also some ways to overcome 
perfectionism. So I think, Rashana, do you have any tips for us? I know I might need some. <laughs> right. <in our> audience. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Of course. I mean, you know, I always like that we talk about it all the time in our girl group about, you know, giving yourself grace and all that type of stuff. But I like to tell people to practice self-compassion. You know what I mean? Like, so get like that. That's that give yourself some grace period. But don't be so hard on yourself. Carla mentioned it in the beginning about not celebrating your successes. And I think people need to focus a little bit more on their on your character and not your accomplishments. Mm. So if you focus more on your character and not your accomplishments, you just ask yourself, did I execute an excellence? Uh, yeah. Was I respectful and inclusive to all? And if I was, then my job here was done, yeah. whether it was perfect or not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think that those two things are like the first two things that kind of came to my head. And then another thing would be to, you know, uh, challenge your negative thoughts. Like challenge your negative thoughts. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the outside is kind of like that distractions and interference and you know they call it outside noise all of those things the outside noise can sometimes interfere with how you move right mm -hmm. it interferes with decisions that you make on the job off the job all of that personally all of it so I have to personally talk myself off of what we would call like let's say a career ledge you know what I mean talk mm -hmm. yourself off of that uh should I respond to this I'm second guessing everything and doing a challenge your negative thoughts I'm responding because I need to say this. I am executing this because I actually enjoy what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm not necessarily more so worried about the outcome, but I'm going to enjoy the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? So teach yourself to, when you're talking yourself off that ledge and challenging your negative thoughts. Also enjoy the process. When you're a perfectionist, you know why you get so caught up? You get really caught up because you're worried about how is it going to look at the end? Yeah. How is it going to look at the end? What is the outcome going to be? We were talking about it even when we started the podcast. Like, what if we a phone rings? What if this happens? And it's like, but it may happen. That does not make this thing any less perfect mm -hmm. for what it was. And nine times out of 10, people aren't paying attention to the same things that you're paying attention to in the first place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So keeping keeping that in mind. Um, so I said, enjoy the process. Be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Stop people pleasing. That's like a big thing. That's a big thing. Ugh. Because again, I think we mentioned it before. So I'm gonna run those back because I just want the people to get it. I'm gonna run those back just a little. Challenge your negative thoughts. Uh, focus on your character, not your not your accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Practice self-compassion and give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoy the process, not just the outcome. It wasn't impactful. Are you pleased? But stop pleasing people. Yeah. Are you satisfied? Yeah. Was you this know, a good decision for you? Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I'm just thinking about, you know, me and my new role. And I'm starting off this new job differently. One, because I learned a lot and I want to talk about next how the pandemic has impacted perfectionism because one, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I was laid off, but that was something totally out of my control. And when I applied for jobs, I couldn't make the talent acquisition person pick my resume. I had no control of that. So I basically had to do the best that I could do, apply for what I was qualified for and let the rest happen the way that it happens. I think I'm trying to, you know, not have what I think other people expect from me. I don't even know for sure, but what I think that people expect from me and put it on myself 
to do because one that they may not be expecting that two Mm -hmm. I'm just you know having anxiety and anxiousness over something I'm not even really sure of you know know, like you said Rashonda it is personal and it's just you know I think about um, we had a podcast with Chuck Prevatera and he was just talking about all the things people of color have impact them that may impact their health. Mm -hmm. And I know anxiety is usually matched with perfectionism and anxiety causes a lot of health issues. Mm -hmm. You know, mentally you can be unstable, you know, you can cause like heart issues Mm -hmm. and, you know, it goes hand in hand with like inflammation and disease and ulcers and, And just so much. And I just think about people of color and how people think, oh, they have health issues because they eat bad. No, we have sometimes we have health issues because we have pressure. And And because you think bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we need to get it together because this is impacting us as a culture. Mm hmm. Um, this idea that people are waiting waiting for us to be perfect, and I, I I'm just I'm just I, I guess I'm I'm not happy that the pandemic happened, but I am happy that I actually learned something from it. And that's the key. They talk about you know you will hear, and I say they, and so we'll say psychologists, we'll say uh, you know the experts talk about there being a fine line uh, between perfectionism and healthy perfectionism, right? Mm-hmm. And so you just hit the nail on the head as to what healthy perfectionism looks like. And that looks like, hey, you know what? I, I'm setting a high standard or a high goal for myself to achieve, but even if it fails, I learned from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what the healthy perfectionism looks like. But what when it's when it but it's a fine line because we know if we lean over into the other side, it can take you where you either do nothing or you walk away from something totally because it wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so the the, the guy the guide to it is to simply is what do what am I learning from it? What am I learning from the experiences? What did it teach me? Um, what did I learn about myself? What did I learn about other people? I know you learned a lot about companies and talent acquisition. We can talk about that. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> but you know, we can talk about that, all of that. And so you learn so much. And so, and we just we just learn to release those things that we can't control. Like I think I'm in the most relaxed state mentally. And I say I'm a recovering perfectionist because I literally would not do certain things if it wasn't like, like tip top perfect. I would not execute. My word last month was execute because I wanted to make sure like, no matter what, just do it. I like this one quote. They talk about how um, no one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I feel, you know, right now I feel attacked <laughs> because, because, you know, I started a new role uh, before the um, before the beginning of the year, and I did an enneagram uh, assessment. And guess what my uh, enneagram assessment? What said is it? Uh, I'm a one, a strict perfectionist. Yes, <laughs> that is my personality. Yeah, but you are, you are, you really, you really are like Camille. Like if we had feedback on here today, honey, this would not be recording right now. So <laughs> it would be like, oh my God, we have feedback and I'm sorry, y'all. I'm there. I'm the bestie. So I can talk like this on here, but they're like, oh no, we're not going to do that. But 
it's like we have to learn to push through that. And that was one thing that I didn't say when I was talking about it's like a couple ways to overcome. Another thing is like get be okay with doing something imperfect. Yeah. yeah. Like do something that's not perfect. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard. Like you can literally strive to operate in excellence. You just operate in excellence. And if you're always operating in excellence, even if it does not go exactly the way it's supposed to, you'll mm-hmm. still be pleased. Yeah. Yeah. I I read this article and it was talking about perfectionism and it said that when you're a perfectionist, your failures are amplified. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so like if you're a person operating in excellence and you make a mistake, it's like, oh, man, OK, I won't do it again. I, I looked at what I did. I understand where I went wrong. Won't yeah. do that again. But if you're a perfectionist and you make a mistake or you don't do something perfect, the world's going to end. I'm about to have a panic attack. And oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. Oh yep. my, <laughs> yep. you know, it's, it's unrelentless. Like mm-hmm. you, and it consumes you and yeah, then it yeah. consumes you. And that's when it becomes the anger and that becomes the anxiety and that becomes the burnout. And then it's like, I'm throwing in the towel. I don't, I never want to show my face over there again. And you know, you know, Virgos have problems with this. Oh, like, all the Virgos I, I know. We we are. Yeah, this is a sign that needs continuous therapy. <laughs> continuous <laughs> therapy because every Virgo I know, yeah, has some level of every every female Virgo I know. Yeah, well, not so true. much <laughs> the men, but yeah. every yeah, every female Virgo that I know, we have we battle with perfectionism. Like it's yeah. bad. I'm just the, and this is no flex, but I am like a highly intelligent person. So highly, people with high IQs <laughs> normally uh, suffer from issues with perfectionism as well mm-hmm. because we're thinkers. We are yeah. like super, super high thinkers. And we think about every layer of the of the design, of the process, of mm-hmm. everything. And we need to see all of the T's crossed the same way. It needs to be a dot there. Etc. And we drive ourselves crazy, just as crazy as you Virgos. Yeah, yeah. But you, you know? have, but you, Rashawn, I can say you have a little bit more balance. So, you know, I know that it was a learned behavior. Yeah, I know <laughs> that. Like in your house, everything is like set and in a specific position and decorated certain. But I don't if, know our if, business, but like no, I'm just saying. But like if I if I was at your house and I wasted, you know juice or something all over before you were like okay I got a little mop it's fine you know other people will be like going crazy like oh my god did it stain oh did it ruin my wood you know going crazy so you have a good balance of that you know what's so funny that you would say that I had an incident at my home about uh maybe two weeks ago and somebody did waste something on my hardwood floor and they laughed so hard because one now one thing I'm not doing is gonna let it sit though. I'm gonna go ahead and get it right, right. now. Yeah. And so I broke out the bona, the little hardwood floor mop, and mm-hmm. I went I went to town and they was like, She's crazy. She's doing like she's going crazy on this wood. But I'm just not cleaning up. I mean, it's right. no big deal. Like it's not irreplaceable. And I think. But I think that goes with being present. One of my favorite books is Present Over Perfect by Shauna Nilquist. And it was a gift to me maybe uh, about a year or so ago, a year or two ago. And um, it's a it's just about living more soulful and free of worried about the, the madness that may be the franticness, they say, that you may be uh, feeling at, because something is not going the way you want it to go. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten to the habit of actually 
realizing that I'm not the only one who can do it mm-hmm. either. I think perfectionists think that they're the only one who can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who can get this done. But if I delegate it, there's freedom. You free yourself from perfectionism by delegating as well. Mm-hmm. True. Calling on some experts. True. Letting them get the, listen, how many times have we done an event or threw a birthday party and we stuck blowing up balloons? And that's time we could have had back if we hired somebody who was good at balloons. Right. But we evaluate and can they blow up balloons like we can they blow up balloons, balloons like we blow up balloons? Can, I know can, I do. Can, right, right. Can they can they hang? Are they gonna hang it over the window the way we want it over the window? So we will so we suffer again, personal. We suffer yeah. and because we could have easily freed ourselves of this moment of perfectionism by hiring an expert that does balloons for a living. We don't even do balloons for a living. You know, it's this other quote in this article about perfectionism. It says perfectionism does not guarantee success. So we all out here trying to be perfect. Yep. You still might get it wrong. So it's like, yep. what did I go through all that for? And then you find your upset, yourself upset in this new age world and wonder how these people that are, who presented not as perfect as you, right? And they're, they're excelling at like rapid rates and you find yourself like, wait a minute, because I sat here for six months and didn't do X, Y, and Z because it wasn't perfect. They jumped out there and did it with with the little and boom, it it happened for them. That was us with with the career salon. You know, I jumped out there and did it initially and it was a blog and everything like that. And then, you know, Carla and I not being in the same Mm-hmm. Um, in the same location and we're like no we're just gonna wait to like join forces when uh when we both are in the same city we're not gonna do this because it was quite annoying not together <laughs> and, da, 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 da. and Rashonda was like what y'all better go ahead and like it was quite annoying um, I'm just gonna <laughs> go ahead and, and do what y'all supposed to do like, it doesn't have to be perfect just do it and I, I was, was like, literally like, yeah. what in the world? I said, so y'all going to wait until 2025? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, listen, our audience, this is why the Career pot, the career Salon podcast is here. Because Rashonda was like, uh, like seriously? Y'all going to wait until y'all get together to do everything? Uh, it's not that serious. Just keep it moving. <laughs> and maybe just enhance it once you are together. But being in the same location, that's not a reason or not being in the same location is not a reason to not do something that we feel called to do or that we, you know, have a gift to do. So passionate about. Of course, of course. I mean, it was quite annoying. I was (laughs) like, um, I was like, this is, this is, if I hear it one more time, oh, we just can't wait until we're together to do da, 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 da. Technology is here. Again, there's people that created things that we can use to make our imperfect situations perfect, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here like we go. Anchor. Like Anchor. <laughs> well, here we are, top 10% ranked globally podcast with growing about those apples. Yeah, <laughs> and, see, and what if, and you think about it, what if you guys would have waited to that perfect moment? to even launch and to do, to go this deep into your calling. And I mean, we people would, there would be people out here still suffering in HR. You know, our, you know, our statement, make HR great again. So, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> make it, look, no, seriously, like people would still be suffering. And I, I, I'm just glad that you guys are creating space and uh, providing some light in the space where people yeah. can talk about the issues and where companies can literally hear 
from real people with real experiences what what their challenges have been mm-hmm. in the workplace, in the workplace, outside of the workplace, and getting into a new workplace, you know? Yeah. So and I that, think it's, it's And that leads me to, so, you know, we're talking about perfectionism and uh, we're winding down our time. It went so fast because, I mean, we're girlfriends, so we talk all the time. And so we could have a two-hour podcast episode. <laughs> but I was just thinking about that, about your career journey and your employment with companies and even entrepreneurship and in relationships with like clients and things like that. Everything is about relationship. What if people out here are perfectionists to the point where they don't want to let go. They don't want to quit. They don't want to walk away from a relationship that's toxic whether it be career or personal, because that wouldn't make them appear to be perfect, to look mm. perfect. Just imagine mm. how many people out there that listen to our podcast are at jobs mm-hmm. for years. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. They're getting a paycheck regularly. Just imagine how many people out there in marriages or any type of relationship or friendships yeah. All of the relationship based things because mm-hmm. they're perfectionists and they can't let it go. Oh, because listen. of how it will look to others. to other people. Listen, listen. I so I, I do a lot of things. Y'all know that. And so I'm a coach on the side. I have a client right now. And um, one of those clients is struggling with that. And the struggle has been like they're in a situation where they're in a job. They're in a job and uh, they are unhappy. But guess what? I got stock options. I have this 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 great salary and my family and the people I'm around and connected to already expect me to be this person. But deep down on the inside, you're a free spirit creative. Right. And you won't lean into that because you're stuck doing something you don't want to do all because of what it looks like to other people if you Mm -hmm. stepped out and did it. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying, Camille, is the really the reality and the truth of so many people. And there may be Mm -hmm. people listening to the podcast. There may be people sitting in your offices that are truly like they're passionate about something else. But I'm not going to let go of think of the old the old the old saying when we we're we're from Michigan originally. Y'all know that that good General Motors job. Right. These old old people had their the older folks had their good their good uh, GM job here in D.C. They have their good government job. And if you get your good government job, you don't leave your good government job to pursue what's your passion or your purpose or, mm-hmm. you know, the thing that you're that moves you. You know what I mean? For the for the world and for the community. And so people are literally um, still stuck on that. That's the reality. Yeah. They're still stuck on that. They're moving in shakers and you see them. You've seen them on billboards. You see them speaking on platforms, but they're speaking there empty. Mm. Mm. They're speaking there empty. They're still chasing perfectionism and they're not being present. They're just going. It's like robotic. Yeah. They are literally moving like robots because they feel like they have to. And if people were to free themselves from perfectionism in that way Mm -hmm. and really get present with themselves and present in their households and present in their jobs, Mm-hmm. Like everybody would work better. Yeah. Some of those angry leaders are just angry because they don't want to be there, but it pays yeah. the bills. 
Oh my goodness. That's a whole nother topic. That might but, be look easy. here. We're gonna have to come back on that one. I'm just saying, right. oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't yeah. we don't even have enough time because the leadership topic is a whole another thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess you'll be doing two podcasts in one season, Rashonda, because that right there, that <laughs> no, that's right huge. there. That's huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. I just had a I just had a, a call about that on um Friday. It's it's huge in leadership. People are just misaligned. And we can we'll talk about that another okay. time. But yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about misalignment. Yeah. That's going to be our next thing. Don't nobody out there steal it because we're talking about it next. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Rashonda, so much yeah. for joining the podcast. Thank you to our audience for always supporting us. We are um, this season uh, talk about uh, perfectionism and uh, kind of detoxifying from that life. We are going to bi-weekly podcast. And so you won't be hearing from us every Wednesday. It'll be every other Wednesday. Um, so we are recovering perfectionists, trying to make room for things that matter. Not that the past podcast doesn't matter, but we have family and things like that, um, that we want to make sure we give attention to. Um, and so balance is the word, right? Yes. And so we're taking some of Rashonda's tips and yes, we're taking some of Rashonda's tips and, and moving that forward and going to bi-weekly. So we hope that you will still continue to, um, keep up with us and share, subscribe, um, see, we got some couple, a couple other things coming up on YouTube and Facebook streaming live. So look forward to promotion for those. But thank you, Rashana, for joining us. You're welcome. Yay. Listen, thanks for having me. Thank this you to our audience. Uh, we will catch you on our next episode of the Career Salon Podcast with the HR Twins. This is Carla, the HR expert. And this is Camille, the recruiting expert. And we're the HR Twins. You just finished an episode of the Career Salon Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the Career Salon. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on all podcast platforms for upcoming episodes.